everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. It's the King James Version of the Bible you never thought you'd see. And from a legendary artist whose God blessed the USA made history. With a career spanning over 40 years, countless awards, 25 million in album sales worldwide, seven number one mega hits, 20 top 10 singles, multiple CMA and ACM awards for Best Male Vocalist, including the Grammy Award winning IOU, and of course, Song of the Year, God Bless the USA, and this just for starters. This passionate patriot in a recent all-star tribute and Fathom movie event dedicated in his honor and released on Veterans Day 2023, now available on DVD at AdoptAVet.com, was also recently honored by another testimony guest, the legendary Charlie Daniels of Blessed Memory at Daniels' fifth annual Patriot Awards Gala honoring those who honor our veterans, practically, powerfully, and beautifully so. But that's not all. (laughs) As you will soon hear, at the young age of 81, going on 41, this fit and fabulous entertainer has embarked on yet another achievement and gift to us all, namely, the compilation of the King James Version of God Bless the USA, replete with copies of the U.S. Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, the Pledge of Allegiance, and the handwritten chorus to God Bless the USA, all added by the artist himself, now 40 years since it was first penned, which we will hear at the close of this broadcast. Not only is my next guest a man of faith, family, God, and country, but his tireless efforts to support those who are defending our freedoms is as legendary as his signature song, God Bless the USA, and now God Bless the USA, Bible. Here to share the how and why of it all is internationally renowned recording artist, a country music icon, a high honor indeed. Please welcome the one and only Lee Greenwood. Mr. Greenwood, Lee, if I may, welcome to Testimony. Thank you very much. What a great introduction. I'm humbled by what all you've said. I don't think I can live up to all of that. Well, first of all, thank you. And it does not even cover uh, a tenth of all that you've done. And I really want to uh, thank you for taking precious time to share uh, with our listeners your amazing life and life's work uh, and your latest project, God Bless the USA Bible, a fabulous leather-bound tribute to God and country with words of life that are eternal and words of hope penned by those whom God appointed. That said, before we delve into your latest great resource, 
In our brief time here today, Lee, would you begin by sharing with our listeners your own faith journey, career, and just how you came to write God Bless the USA and now a Bible entitled The Same? Thank you. I am proud to uh, give you that story. My father joined the Navy right after the bombing of Pearl Harbor. So consequently, I was born in Los Angeles because that's where he was living. Um, He was four years in the Navy and two years in the Merchant Marine. My mother, who had to work three jobs to keep uh, me and my sister fed, uh, just didn't have the kind of life that, uh, that she had hoped for. Uh, with my father gone so much. And so they were divorced and I was raised by my grandparents in Sacramento, California on a farm. It was a good life. I enjoyed that. Um, my mother had a piano that uh, was in our trailer, a very small piano. And, uh, and as I recall, my grandparents always made sure that I went to the First Baptist Church there in North Sacramento. And I will, I will emphasize that they sent me to church. They didn't go to church with me. And that and as I look back on that in my life, I, I regret that I did not have the chance to make sure that they were Christians before they passed on. My life did take an interesting turn that I left high school right after I graduated and moved to Nevada. That was our neighboring state, of course, and that's where most of the income was uh, for entertainers and dealers and the like. And so I, I moved there and at the age of 17 started uh, in the casinos there and worked almost 20 years honing my craft as a singer, song, writer, uh, entertainer, if you will. And I met all of the famous people of my career years there and before I had matured as an artist. And finally, I got a break and moved to Nashville, Tennessee. And during those years I was in Nevada, I have to tell you that I had several bands and we backed up reviews. I used my talent as a writer to get my band the work and I gave away all of the music that I wrote for the producers who produced those shows. Wow. So it was okay. And as I look back on it, there wasn't anything that I wrote that would probably be lasting anyway. They're just concert music. Um, and I worked in the same hotel as Elvis Presley uh, several times at the old Hilton Hotel, which is now the Westgate Resort. And my band called the Lee Greenwood Affair would be opening for Bill Medley, who was one of the Righteous Brothers at the time, yeah. who I knew for years. And I would go in and watch Elvis perform. And I have to tell you that Elvis uh, Presley was very reverent. And if you want to have that conversation at a very uh, in-depth level, get a hold of P.G. Shepard, who is a country artist and a friend of mine in Nashville, who spent the early years with Elvis. And uh, he would even go uh, after a party and put Elvis to bed, and Elvis would be reading the Bible, and he would take his Bible after he fell asleep and put it on the nightstand and his glasses there with the Bible. And so I would, you know, when I, when I would watch Elvis perform and he would do the trilogy, which included the battle hymn of the Republic, which is a Southern anthem. And I was like, you know, if I ever get a career, I'm going to use that to close my show. Well, lo and behold, it wasn't long after that, that I did get my career in Nashville in country music. And I took off rather rapidly. I signed on the label at MCA with Reba McIntyre, George Strait, the Oak Ridge Boys, and Barbara Mandrell. Barbara and I had a duet album together. I also had a Christian album called Faith and Family. And Gordon Moat, who is one of my very good friends, who is a blind piano player from Alabama, who now works with the Gaither Vocal Band, yeah. uh, worked with me for about 10 years, and we wrote an album together. So when we talk about where did my faith start, 
when my grandparents sent me to the First Baptist Church to sing in the choir, I don't think they realized at the age of 13 and 14, it would have such an impact on me. And it did. I can remember singing Oh Holy Night for the very first time and scared to death when the pastor looked at me and then fire and brimstone came out <laughs> and just scared me to death. Uh, and and, and I, I managed to survive it. And when I went to Nevada and spent the time there, I wasn't really in-depth a Christian. I, I had a life that was rather busy. Uh-huh. Um, I never drank, no drugs, no smoking. And to this day, I can accredit that to my good health. As you mentioned, I turned 81 this year. So I'm, I'm grateful for the time that I had. And when I got to the point where I became a touring artist for Nashville Country Music, I never lost the feeling of adding the trilogy to my show. One night between Arkansas and Texas, after I released five different albums, all were very successful, we had an album called You've Got a Good Love Coming. And we had the title of the album, made a video of that, and filmed it in the, Nash- in the London train station. And Patrick Duffy from the, from the uh, cast of Dallas did a cameo from that. And I got to play huh. saxophone on that album, and it was a, a stirring summer song. But you know what? I put God Bless the USA on that album, and Universal Records said, we don't want the one you've chosen. God has told us we want your song. The only one I had written on that album, God Bless the USA, which I wrote in 1983. It became a hit song in 84, Song of the Year in 1985, Song of the Gulf War, and General Shorchkov took the war to Iraq. And then after the Trade Towers fell and the terrorist attack on America, USA became the song of the country. It became an anthem to raise America off its knees. I became then in the forefront of the limelight to make sure America was known as a country that was forgiving and the country that loved its military and its veterans. And I wear that as possibly and as probably as I can to be a forefront and a leader to show my faith and my belief that when I wrote my song, I put God first. God bless the USA. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to international country music icon Lee Greenwood. Uh, We're talking about his latest just released God Bless the USA Bible and iconic song. Um, To the song, CBS News reportedly voted, God Bless the USA, and I quote, the most recognizable patriotic song in America, end quote. But the impact has reached far beyond the borders of the United States of America, and maybe even what you might have imagined. Can you explain? You know, America has always been known as a bright light for freedom. And as you know, with our border in suspect and so many people coming here, you will note nobody's trying to get out. So when I go to other countries. I tour as an ambassador and um, I don't bring my, my career. I don't bring the, the gold lust of my career. I bring a humble attitude as an American to let people know who we are as an American. And I had someone who came to my house, who moved into our neighborhood, who just became a citizen. And we were speaking uh, in our living room and he noticed the Bible sitting on my coffee table, which my wife and I have. 
and it includes our family tree. And as he was looking through it, I didn't ask him if he was a Christian. I don't know if he even was. But I do know this. He was curious about the beginning of our country and why we have religion here. And so it came to mind that he became a citizen at a time when he had spent probably seven years uh, filling out all the documents, learning about America, and he still asked me that question. I said to him, Americans came here from other countries, and we, we established our religion in this country not to escape religion, but to form our own forms of religion and what we wanted to worship God about. And at that moment, it came to mind to me, why didn't we also have a Bible that has the beginning documents of our country? Because this new citizen wanted to know more about my country, and I was, I was kind of uh, taken back by that. And I'm like, I started to explain to him, well, we fought for our independence. Um, we established our independence. We fought the greatest power in the, in the world, the British Army and Navy, and the French came to our aid. And we came to the French aid during World War II and left half a million of our soldiers on French soil. So he then got a bigger picture of what America stands for. And when I told him that I'm going to have a Bible with these documents in the back, he was thrilled. And since then, I have got one of the Bibles and given it to him, the God Bless the USA Bible, which contains the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence, and the Pledge of Allegiance and also my handwritten version of God Bless USA Lyrics. So it was a moving moment for me, and that's why we have the Bible. Amen and amen, which leads me to my next question, which you've already answered in part. Ladies and gentlemen, again, you're listening to legendary music icon Lee Greenwood in his latest God Bless the USA Bible. Um, Woke ideology, communism, Marxism, socialism, is attempting to corrupt and destroy this great nation of ours founded on biblical principles by founding fathers that literally gave their blood for the freedoms we enjoy today. Talk about the importance of patriotism and why your latest must-read, God Bless the USA Bible, is a one-stop source to get not only God's Word, which we both know does not come back void, but our founding principles that guide, equip, and give us wisdom for today. You know, after the shooting at Columbine, I met the father of that young girl who made the prophecy about her own death. He had begun to do historical uh, outreach and find out more about how we founded our country. For those who came in the Mayflower and landed at Plymouth Rock, and I don't know how many people or your listeners know this, there is an original Statue of Liberty at Plymouth Rock. It is about a block from the beach. And all of the people who were on the Mayflower were so religious that they all inscribed their names on the bottom of the statue and dedications in each one of their own versions of, uh, of a testament. And, uh, and the Statue of Liberty has her fingers pointing to heaven and a Bible in her right hand. So if anybody wants to go there and check that out, that is the original Statue of Liberty before France ever gave us our one uh, in New York Harbor which I, I go and see occasionally because I go there after the Trade Towers attack now and visit New York all the time and, and try to find those, those 300 firemen families that were killed and the policemen that were killed in the terrorist attack. And believe me, they all have faith. 
they all know, and and I, and they know that they turn to God when their husbands, their fathers, their, their sons were killed. And, and, and I go there and we say prayer all the time together. My favorite prayer, of course, is the 32nd Psalm, which deals in forgiveness. It is the hardest thing to forgive someone who has done you wrong. But you know what Jesus did? He forgave us all for killing him. And so we mm. need to be more like Jesus. We need to walk in his footsteps. Amen. And we need to turn to faith during this time with the Ukraine fighting for its life, for Israel fighting for its life, and even pray, pray for the Palestinian people who are under suppression from the Hamas. Yes. This is not necessarily anything we can understand. All I pray for is God's hand to be in this and, and hopefully protect the Israeli people. Amen and amen. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to legendary entertainer and country music icon, Lee Greenwood. Uh, Lee, you've already answered some of my questions. Um, It's great having you as a guest today. Thank you uh, so much again. Is there one song above all others besides God Bless the USA that is most meaningful to you and why? When we do our performances, I generally end with a patriotic ending of several things, uh, including um, a tribute to the Statue of Liberty. But what, in my father's year when he was in the Navy, it was four years in the Navy, two years in the Merchant Marine, the song God Bless America, which is, of course, originally by Kate Smith, uh, was stood out for him as such an inspiration. And... My only regret, because I am 81 years old, that I did not write God Bless the USA during the Vietnam years to serve as a matter of strength and hope for those men and women who sacrificed during Vietnam. Uh, it was a terrible conflict. We call it a war. The government called it a conflict. And, there, and I still have many of my friends who are still alive who fought there in Vietnam. So God Bless America would be the only other song that I really love that talks about our love for this country, its vastness, its resources, and and us being an ambassador for freedom. Amen and amen. Um, I think you've already answered the question about the one scripture biblically that speaks to you. Is there one award in your long stellar career that means the most? And if yes, why? Um, I, I have a treasured uh, memory of me receiving the Country Music Association Song of the Year Award for God Bless the USA. It was a matter of proof for me. Um, we've written a lot of songs. Uh, I've toured for 40 years as an artist. I had 20 years prior to that as a struggling musician, and I played so much music, I probably can't remember as much music that I've played. <laughs> but when I wrote God Bless the USA, I think a lot of people in the industry not jealous, but um, sometimes they pointed a finger saying, you know, what a way to get popular, you know, to write something that in case there's a war or a crisis, they bring your name to the forefront. Believe me, I, I am glad they have stepped aside and let anyone else talk about America. But if, if I'm pushed into the limelight and I'm asked to talk about this great country, that one award means so much to me because it gives me credibility as an author a writer, a singer, and a Christian. Amen and amen. Again, ladies and gentlemen, Lee Greenwood. Um, you are also a husband and father, 
and for the past 30 plus years have been married to your beautiful bride, Kimberly, a former Miss Tennessee USA, uh, with whom you have two sons, Dalton and Parker. And while not your first rodeo, so to speak, talk about the importance of second, third, or even fourth chances in your case and why this marriage, Lee, is the charm God intended all along and why. Well, of course. Um, Kim and I um, found each other rather oddly. Um, Yes, she was a beauty queen. She was Miss Tennessee USA, and she toured as a USO performer before I met her. Her and her counterparts, Miss Texas and Miss Delaware, were a performing trio, and they had a tour that went to the DMZ in Korea. Uh, I had great admiration for that when I first met her. And, of course, when I did first meet her, I was smitten. I fell in love I, for the first time in my life. I had been married several times prior, and I think only out of convenience, confusion, and no leadership. I didn't really have a father to lead me into what might be good decisions, and I think I was looking for family I, because my family was broken, and, and, uh, and I never found the family until I met my bride, Kim. Uh, her family is, uh, is wonderful Christian. Um, I married into a Christian family, which led me back to the Lord. Uh, her father and mother uh, were my wonderful uh, in-laws and took care of our two sons when Kim and I had time that we had to work together in either in our careers or to have time together as husband and wife. And, and my beautiful bride, Kim, is also a business person. Uh, she runs as an executive director for Miss USA, uh, three different states in the South, and has done so for the 30 years we've been married. And with our two sons, Dalton, who now is a, uh, is a graduate of Vanderbilt University with a Ph.D. in cancer research and uh, pathology and a minor uh, from WNL in uh, biochemistry, he's taken a job in Chicago and will be moving there with his new wife, who's a teacher. We love Miss Sarah, and she will be moving to Chicago in January. And our younger son, who's 25, by the way, our older son and his wife are 28, and our, our younger son, 25, was Chancellor Scholar at TCU in Fort Worth, Texas. And he makes me extremely proud because he's chosen music as his avenue for a career. And uh, he's just enrolled in the University of Miami for his master's program in music production and engineering. And so when we're all together for this Christmas holiday season, uh, we, will, we, will, uh, we will sit. We will enjoy a, a wonderful meal. We will thank God and praise God for all of the wonderful things he's given us for our health. And uh, at least my wife's father is still living. He just turned 89. And we'll include him in our family gathering and, and our new daughter-in-law, Sarah's family as well, in our prayers. Uh, because we are so grateful and so blessed with our life and career. I just can't tell you how glorified we feel. That is absolutely beautiful. You are a beautiful communicator, a phenomenal songwriter, a man of heart and passion. Uh, Last quick question, and this is a fun one. Uh, We alluded to earlier that you are 81 going on 41. Can you explain this phenomenon? In other words, what is your secret, Lee Greenwood? I think being (laughs) raised on a farm is, I think, the first a good quotient to, to uh, success as a, as a, as an elder. Um, I had, uh, I worked on a harvester in the fields. We grow plants, we eat our food. Uh, we raised our own chickens and, uh, had a few cows. Um, uh, you know, when you get fresh food all the time, um, I think that maybe gets you stronger, uh, anatomy 
Um, and, and I've been blessed with a great body. I was a sports person. I played baseball, basketball, and racquetball in my life. Um, and uh, been blessed with good genetics. So in addition to all of that, no drugs, very little drinking. My wife and I enjoy a little wine now. That's about it. And uh, so I think just maybe having a good life and, and treating my holy body uh, like Jesus would want me to and, uh, and not put anything terrible in it. So I'm hoping for more years of that as I uh, move into the future with, with uh, more entertainment and more music. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to legendary entertainer and country music icon Lee Greenwood, whose latest God Bless the USA Bible, replete with our nation's founding documents, anthem, and his iconic song, God Bless the USA, is a must-read, a treasured gift that will bless for generations to come. You can learn more about Lee Greenwood's stellar career, tour dates, and resources by visiting LeeGreenwood.com, as well as social media for all the latest. And then get his book, God Bless the USA Bible, wherever books are sold, you will be blessed, informed, and given great hope that you did. And as Psalm 33, 12 states, quote, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Lee Greenwood, sir, thank you for once again taking precious time to share your heart, your life, your journey, and your purpose that we've all been blessed to witness these many decades. Songs of hope, uplift, patriotism, honor, and more. God Bless the USA is not just a song or an anthem but a clarion call and plea for God Almighty to do just that. Your King James Version release of God Bless the USA Bible just further cements its significance in history and your obedience to write it on that bus in 1983, a tribute to the gift God knew you would use and for His glory and beautifully so we thank you God bless you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Lee Greenwood singing his iconic God Bless the USA. If tomorrow all the things were gone, Work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA
to the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas From sea to shining sea From Detroit down to Houston And New York to L.A. Where there's pride in every American heart And it's time we stand and say To be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget The men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up Next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensen Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.